Hey, hey, welcome to the Electric Sheep Podcast. It's where I, uh, podcast where I talk about books and the books you should read and the books you shouldn't. This week, uh, I finished this off a while ago and I haven't, uh, managed to sit down and tell you about the books for a while, so back at it today. Uh, and this one back at you with a book called Art. The groundbreaking moments. I don't even know who it's by. Florian Hein. Florian Hein. Published in. She. I don't know. It was published in 2012, maybe? 2012. Anyway, that's the most interesting part of the whole thing, right? When it's published. Uh, it's a big, kind of big, bigger than normal uh, book. Nice and big so the pictures can be big. Because it's all about art. So here's the back. Was Vasily Kandinsky painted the world's first abstract painting. Jan van Eyck, the first self-portrait. And Albrecht Dürer, the first representation of a dream. Milestones that changed the course of art history. Innovation has always spurred artistic growth, and many popular themes, genres, and styles can be traced back to a groundbreaking moment. Drawing from over a hundred examples from classical antiquity to contemporary painting, Florian Hein, Heine, maybe, illuminates in an entertaining and informative manner how great ideas by individual artists changed the history of art forever. And it's sick. Um, I dig art, and the more I learn about kind of the history of art, the better I feel. And I've never really read a book like this. I've read uh, critics' books. And I guess this is an art critic, but I've read books about, like, modernism or uh, modernism or mainly modernism, actually. Um, uh, oh, what was her name? Alia. I read a book by her, and then I've read a book and watched a TV show called The Shock of the New, which is dope, and if you're interested in art, check it out, by an Aussie guy, and I always fucking forget his name. Shock of the New. Anyway, I'm going to remember it in about five minutes. Um... And that was about like how we got to uh, what modern art is. Um, so I guess I was my interest started with modern art. But this one goes all the way back to well, its first chapter is from cave paintings to the Middle Ages, and the first picture is from thirty-two thousand B.C. painting on rock. It's a Chauvet cave near Vallon-Pont-d'Arc in France. Uh, and it's like horses on stone <laughs> on a cave wall. as sort of classical, classic uh, cave painting. And then it goes all the way up to... 19, the last painting is... Yves Klein, 1960. But there are other... So I guess it finishes in postmodernism, 
and it goes through well here's some of the chapter titles it was a really interesting way to look at art i think because like i thought about the idea that an artist can do still life and a landscape and a portrait and there's these kind of genres of art of painting um and started i guess with like i thought religious painting where it was like here's a painting of a saint or a painting of jesus on the cross or some shit and before that i guess it was like horses on a cave wall and then at some point some rich people were like hey i can afford art i want my portrait painted with all my shit in front of me uh and then landscapes and then and i kind of had this vague idea in my mind of like the the chronology the timeline that these things would have started but this book like pinpointed the painter the painting the exact moment that the first portrait or uh well here are some of the chapter titles portrait night shadow central perspective the nude the self-portrait landscape still life dreams photography abstract futurism pop art so those at the end there you probably recognize a bit more but the idea that there was like a first portrait and a first self-portrait and a first time someone painted shadows into a painting and the first time someone painted a dream um, and there's just uh, some amazing paintings I'd never seen before. Like I just flipped two over two in the animals chapter. There's, uh, it's by the guy Albrecht Dürer and it's called the rhinoceros. And it was, it's a, it's a woodcut base and he drew it or whatever you do with woodcuts, etched it, engraved it after being told by someone who'd been told by someone who'd seen a rhino, like what it looked like. So it was way back in 1515, so they didn't have the zoo down the road. They could go see what a rhino was or Google images. So this, like, sailor had told someone about a rhino, and then they passed on the information to Drurer. And it's got two horns, one up between its shoulders as well as on its nose. And, like plated armor but each the armor is like scales so it's still got the plates but each plate is like scaled and then it's got this ridge of like uh, spines on its back so it's like yeah when someone tells you that it's a it's a it's a um what the fuck is the word Somebody, it's when somebody told somebody about what somebody else saw. Like, uh, it's three steps removed, and you can tell. But, uh, so I'd never seen that before. Um, and I just never thought about this idea of, like, why it was a big deal for someone to be like, hey, I could paint myself. Or I could just paint a scene I see. Um... They're kind of, it seems like they've all just been there forever. When you go to an art gallery, it's like, oh yeah, this is what I expected to see. Um, but every so often in the course of imagination and creativity and pushing boundaries and reacting, like with this chronolo chronological way of looking at things, so much of it is like reacting against 
the previous the previous generation the previous iteration of what is the most important thing to focus on so like people were trying to get hyper realistic and then they went crazy like exaggerated and then they went like they kind of responded by throwing out everything and doing it their own way and that's a nice well i think that's common in life in general but you definitely see it in art and it's a visual way to see it um and then towards the end it all just fucking breaks apart where it's like i'm gonna look at things from multiple perspectives at once and i'm gonna show what speed looks like on a single canvas and i'm gonna stop actually painting like things trying to represent them as we see them more exaggerated i'm just going to paint how i feel and that's a modern very modern way of doing things where it's like it doesn't matter what it looks like it make it matters how it makes you feel and like jackson pollock kind of thing where it's it's so much more about the emotional state of the painter and that's where you start getting into like okay here's the image and then here's the blurb right beside it on the wall in the gallery which it kind of gives you not just explains it but it gives you a a certain framework through which you look at the painting in order to get the more out of it because you can look at abstract painting and just be like eh, it's it's a black square or it's a bunch of fucking drips across the drizzles on a painting and yeah whoop-de-doo, and then you read something about it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that actually does represent the way the, the chaotic state of uh, blah, 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 or whatever. And, you know, you get a lot of good shit there. You get a lot of shit shit there, but uh, it's different than when they used to paint biblical stories because nobody read, nobody could read, so they used to paint the whole story on, uh, like, three pieces of wood or something like that. <laughs> And then they'd use those to pray to, or they'd use them as like ways for people to remember the stories in the Bible. And like, it's just so different, right? And one is like hyper individual, but trying to nail down how we all feel as individuals in this kind of collective. You get what I mean when you see this drip painting? Everybody kind of feels the similar, or can do, or, or like, here's me and my kids and my wife and my hunting dogs and my forest and fields that I own and you're gonna have to just look at it while you play pool while play billiards with me and I'm just gonna like stare down at you from my own wall so there's every kind of reason to paint in here which is dope it's like what are all because a painting's a painting is a painting right but actually they're Everyone is so different and every reason behind each individual painter, but also each movement. And like we look back and we kind of parse these movements out into very um, kind of, what is it called? Silos or into, into individual buckets. And then each bucket is like, oh yeah, well that's a, that is a impressionist painting and all the impressionists were working together and they all knew what they were doing and they all had this kind of, manifesto and and some artists movements do have manifestos the futurists were pretty fucking funny they were the ones doing like speed and the car and the race and the steam engine is like a fucking iron horse churning through charging through history and it's gonna destroy everything and war is great and we love speed and the mechanized man and shit like that 
and it's fucking hyper masculine, hyper aggressive money, like, and it kind of developed into, well, it's kind of like Art Deco. Yeah, I'm thinking about the paintings that are always on the front of Ayn Rand books, but it's that kind of thing. Um, there was one in here. I'm not going to find it right now. There's like 200 pages. Um, and they just like put their money on the wrong horse because uh, they were all pre-World War II, I think is in the 20s when most people were like, okay, we ain't doing that again after World War One, And then, in, or maybe it was, but anyway, in the World Wars, uh, they were like, yeah, fucking money or like war, hyper-industrialization, things like that. And then the fascists rose to power in Italy and Mussolini and stuff, and then they got fucked. And all these artists kind of went down on the wrong side of history because they'd, they'd written a manifesto when they were like 20 and stupid. Uh, and I guess that's the, that can kill you if you do it the wrong way. Um, but we kind of, we kind of uh, lay we overlay previous artistic movements with like we think that they were all talking and there was consensus and like okay they all had this idea of what an impressionist painting would be like and they were all aiming for it but actually it's it's post it's once they've done it and we've had time to kind of group some of them together to be like okay well an impressionist painting is this it's kind of like Monet it's kind of like Manet it's kind of like Cezanne is kind of like Picasso, or not, I don't know, but uh, you got, it's like we understand what an Impressionist painting is because we've got a group that kind of fit into the same rules. Some are like iconic. I think Monet actually was pretty much the guy who figured out what Impressionist painting was and everybody else was a student of his, I think. But yeah, it's just so fucking interesting how um, there's like styles and discoveries where it's like you know what i'm gonna break free of the portrait the um 2d canvas and i'm gonna just fucking create some crazy ass shit that we call art today like action painting no not even to like performance art where you sit in a chair in a studio and get fucking stapled and guns pointed at you and sworn at and drawn on and feathers on you and shit like that if you're Mirana Ibramovich, Mariana, I don't know. Um, or you like hang draped curtains across the Grand Canyon or across the desert. Or you, uh, what else are some kooks doing these days? Oh yeah, like fucking lightning rods in the middle of uh, the New Mexico or Arizona desert. or Crazy ass shit, man. So to go from drawing a <coughs> horse on a stone cave wall through all of that to today. All yours for $19.99 in art. The groundbreaking movements. There you go. The, the groundbreaking moments. Um, yeah, if you want to learn yourself something about where art has been and what people think art is and what people have done in the name of art. 
read that shit or just dip into it because I read it front to back, but you don't need to. Um, there, each one's a standalone little essay on a certain mood, certain thing, certain subject. And it's interesting what the, the subjects were. Like, I, know, I hadn't really thought about animals or shadow or, like, I would have said pop art, impressionism, um, portrait. But yeah, illusionistic ceiling painting. Giotto. Graphic arts. So yeah, if you're interested in art, definitely have a read. It'll, it'll educate you. It educated me, Jesus. And I'll leave you with the first line. In 1994, this is from Cave Paintings to the Middle Ages, in 1994, in the gorges of the Aldeche in southern France, Jean-Marie Chauvet discovered a cave that contained a sensational find. The walls of the cave were covered with more than 400 paintings depicting a great variety of animals. So there you go. The ground art, the groundbreaking moments, moments by Florian Heine. Definitely read that shit. All right. Thanks. Bye.